The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. My next guest uh, rose to fame through the Netflix series Heartbreak High where she plays Quinny who is uh, autistic and is one of the first instances where we have an actor who is autistic playing a character who is uh, autistic and Chloe Hayden is also the author of Different Not Less. She's a disability rights activist. She's in Ireland uh, talking at the National Autism Conference which is taking place in Dublin. She's going to be up on the dais or stage or whatever you want to call it I think just after four o'clock in the Grand Hotel in Malahide and just before the or during the break she was explaining to me how the only reason you're Australian is because <laughs> your dad wanted to get out of the rain in Rathfarnham. Yes. So um, my dad was, it was typical Irish day and my dad was like, got to get out of the rain and he ended up at like a travel agent and saw Australia and was like, oh, sick, I'm going to go there. And he had this like stereotype in, in his mind of what Australia was of like oh it's always hot it's always sunny it never on the rains beach every there, day, on the barbecues. beach every day like you're gonna be greeted by kangaroos and um he arrived at Melbourne airport in the middle of July it was freezing cold it was raining he had no money in his pocket he had two pairs of shorts with him um and he was like sick guess I'm saying <laughs> and he's been there ever since and he's been there ever since do you therefore think of yourself as Australian as Irish or as Irish Australian Irish Australian. Um, my dad has always um, made sure that I've stuck very true to my Irish roots. He used to sing me Irish songs and Irish poetry as a kid, and I, I learned how to speak Irish when I was a kid as well. So um, it's always been very, very close to me. So I mentioned earlier on that you are talking at the conference today about your experience of being autistic. At what point did you become aware that you were autistic? I like knew that I was different my entire life. Um, from the moment I was born, I already knew that there was something that was very different about me to not just the other kids, but to what society expected me to be. Um, however, an actual diagnostic label came when I was 13. Does the diagnostic label make any difference? Does it help? Does it influence your thinking in any way? Absolutely. The thing with autism, a lot of parents especially are like, oh, I don't want to tell my kid that they're autistic and like there's labels and the stigmas and yuck things that are attached to this label. Human beings label things. It's what we do to make our little pea brains make sense of the world. We have to label things. Before I got my autism label, my label was weird, strange, different. She doesn't fit in. She doesn't belong. She's not like everyone else. Changing all of these man-made labels to a label that actually makes sense and actually describes what my mind is, then puts the power in my hands. I can now go, okay, I actually get it. And there is millions of people like me. I grew up my entire life thinking that I was, that I landed on an alien planet, that I wasn't supposed to be here. Now I'm like, this label is a thing and there are millions of people like me. So explain the things that you found alien. Before you got the the diagnosis, what were the things where you would look and say, I either think about this differently or people react differently to me? Oh my goodness, pretty much every aspect. I am very convinced that the only reason that autistic people are considered the weird ones is because there's less of us. Um, Neurotypicals are utterly bizarre creatures. Um, but a lot of it is, um, you know, our social stigmas and our social ways of, of being and existing, um, making eye contact and making small talk and you have to shake hands to be polite with someone. None of that makes sense. None of that has any reason behind it. Um, but the biggest things is other kids were able to make friends so easily. And I'm like, I don't understand how you do that. And other kids could sit in a classroom and not hear the lights, which were screaming and not be distracted by everything and not feel the chair underneath them and the clothes on their body and the tags that felt like fire on them. I was like every aspect of existing as an autistic person feels like I'm like right next to the speakers at a rock concert, but like 24 seven. 
Now, here's one of the things that I'm, I'm always fascinated by is the fact that you are able to identify all of that. Does it make you any better able to cope with it? If that's the right Yeah, phrase. no, absolutely. I think, and that's why I think as well, it's so important to have and to get and to understand your autism diagnosis because having this diagnosis, instead of going like, I'm so weird and none of this makes any sense and why doesn't my mind and my body work properly? I'm instead able to go, okay, well, my mind and body does work properly. It just works different to what we're typical and what we're expected to see. Um, and having that understanding means that I am able to first of all, accept these differences and then most importantly, be able to accept and get resources and help and support for these things as well. Now, to what extent do you attempt to, uh, and again, I'm, 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 I think I'm choosing my language badly, but bear with me. To what extent do you try to overcome your natural innate tendencies to fit in a more neurotypical world? Or to what extent do you say, well, I don't care. It's not my job to make eye contact or to try to make you at ease by shaking your hand. I don't exist to please the outside society. My job is to look after myself and to feel happy with myself. And I'm never going to do that by being someone else. Um, I think it is so important, particularly as neurodivergent disabled people, that we are allowed to exist in the bodies that we are in without feeling like we have to change it. If I make someone else uncomfortable by moving my hands a certain way or talking a certain way or by not making eye contact with them, that's their problem. That's their internalized ableism they have to deal with, not mine. And you don't sit and say, well, okay, because this is the quotes norm among the neurotypical, I'll therefore try to fit in with that. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Do you find it more easy to be around people who are also autistic or does it make no difference? Um, In some ways, yes. My first friendships definitely came from autism support groups where everyone else was just like me and I could have my little rambly hyperfixation conversation with them and and flap my hands and not make eye contact and it was fine because they were doing the same thing. Um, Now what I think is most important is not necessarily people that are the same as you, but people that respect the real version of you. So the people in my life are people that understand that I'm going to ramble and rant about things and I'm not going to make eye contact with them and there are going to be times when I struggle with certain things that a lot of people half my age could do um and that's fine and as long as they understand that and they respect that and they love me um at all times of my autistic journey then that's all that really matters explain to me then how if at all it impacts on acting because i I would have thought that there is a particular challenge in getting yourself into a situation where you're saying well okay aspects of certain empathy may be required for this character that may be different to the way i think okay um number one the idea that autistic people don't have empathy is the biggest lie ever, ever, ever created. Autistic people are the most empathetic people you will ever meet. We just showcase our feelings and our emotions differently to other people. Therefore, the typical society goes, oh, that's different and therefore that's wrong. But that doesn't. that's not how it works. Um, the only reason why acting can be difficult for an autistic person is because of the sensory challenges that come with it. And that's true for any part of the workforce. Our entire workforce is entirely out against disabled and neurodivergent people. Um, but I think if you look at the entertainment industry as a whole, I reckon the vast majority are neurodivergent. Like our minds are are designed for this sort of creative expression. Um, I've also had to act and pretend and mask for my entire life just to exist and survive and fit in. So when I realized that I could do that and get paid for it, I was like, (laughs) damn, like, let's go. (laughs) 
Obviously, there is a lot more uh, public discussion in relation to neurodivergence generally and autism specifically than there would have been 10, 15, 20 years Uh ago. If there is something that you would wish that people would know or learn or do that doesn't tend to get included in that discourse much, what is it? I think the biggest thing is understand that difference is not only okay, but vital to the growth of our world. If you have a look at anyone in the entire world that has ever done anything of significance and importance, they've done it because they're different. And I can also almost guarantee you that those people were autistic too. If you have a look at our greatest inventors and scientists and doctors and musicians and artists, all of them are and have been autistic. Um, Like literally go Google anyone. I promise you they're probably (laughs) neurodivergent. It's cool as hell. Um, Understand that difference is beautiful and important and a normal part of the human genome. We cannot continue to survive without the difference. Well, if you want to hear from Chloe, Chloe is going to be talking at around uh, 4.30pm in the Grand Hotel today in Malahide at uh, the uh, conference, the National Autism Conference. And that is, of course, in association with uh, As I Am. Um, and you heard Adam Harris during the news, the founder of As I Am, talking about it. And Chloe's book is also going to be available there. Different, not less, a neurodivergence guide to embracing your true self and finding your happily ever after. Chloe, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for having me. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.